Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. We're going to be talking family ministry today. Jana Magruder and I had the opportunity to sit down with several family ministry leaders, some from the student space, others from who are family pastors or leaders, and we wanted to uh, record a series of episodes that are all about family ministry. And so we want to kick that off with this very special episode recorded at this year's Etch Family Ministry Conference. We are uh, at the Etch Conference, uh, which is a family ministry event. Mm -hmm. It's a place that we get to come together with students and we talk about family stuff. Right. Equipping the church and home. That's what we do. It's an acronym. That's what Etch stands for. Yes. It's all about Etch. Yes. Something I love about Etch as a concept is that whole picture that when you Etch something, it means you go over it again and again and again, like until it's deeply engraved in who we are. Right. And that's what we need to do for family ministry, right? We need to go over things. Right. Jenna, we both have busy families. We do. Um, I, and it's hard for, I mean, you as a working mom, mm-hmm. uh, and it's hard for me as a dad, but in a different way, we're busy. Yes. And so how do, you, how do you take care of family and home when you're busy with all that you do in your ministry and work? You know the um, the old saying, the shoemaker's children have no shoes? That sometimes haunts me. Yeah. Because I think about uh, my role here at Lifeway with kids ministry, specifically in family ministry. I want to be able to, um, in confidence, say that I model that and steward that well in my own home. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's one of those things that I wrestle with. And God gives me a lot of grace. But uh, my husband and I, you know, we have three kids. I know you guys have Four. Four. So, um, are growing up though. Yeah. And, and we're still, you know, three under, under our roofs and, um, just trying to, uh, navigate middle school years mm. Ew. Mm. and, um, <laughs> and high we schooler. both have middle school boys. Yes, right we now. do. We do. And that's a thing. Two each. That's yeah. a thing. And that's that a challenge a, of its is. own. It yep. is. Um, it's fun, but it is a challenge. So you've had, I know you've had days where you've talked about, like you have the neighbor looking out the window to make sure your kids get on the bus and text you. Oh yeah. There are extra, extra things that, and I know working parents that are listening will identify with the things that you have to go above and beyond to do, to make sure that everybody in your flock, your nest is taken care of. And it may be that you're doing things while, you know, you're, I'm checking grades while I'm also in a meeting. Shh, I don't tell my boss that. <laughs> um, but I'm, or you your know, coworkers. Or your coworkers. You. <laughs> now I know, know what you're checking. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm usually texting you about that too. Um, I, man, we have the same thing. We've, uh, we've, my two girls are now in college, but my boys are eighth grade and fifth. Mm-hmm. And with, um, with all they're doing for school, uh, we've homeschooled all along, but we're in public school now for the first time. It's been a great experience for us. My boys are athletes, so, so sports is part of that story. Uh, but we have found ourselves slipping in without even intentionally slipping into travel sports and more elite sports. And that just brings so much stuff that I don't think we were ready for. Yeah. And so it takes so much time. And I mean, there's cost associated, but the time right. is tough. And it's like every weekend is gone. Right. Yeah. The time is huge. And I think that it's so easy to um, take things off of the list like, you know, dating your spouse. I think that's so important. Yeah, because I don't know it, who's got time for that. Yeah. Honestly, because oh, yeah. I think that's a good thing to well, do. Well, we, we really have tried. We have gone through seasons where we didn't, and th- now we are back in a season where, hey, this is a priority. It's good. Because it really is important to prioritize your marriage. It is. Married folks out there, even over your children, which is so hard. And American culture makes you think that it's totally mm. opposite, and it's... It's not. so. Um, well, but busyness just yeah. comes without you even inviting it. It does. Because right? there's always one more thing to say yes to. One thing. And a lot mm-hmm. of us feel guilty saying no to anything. And so we take on more and more and more. Right. I just had a new opportunity from church. 
So I'm a deacon. They asked, would you like to be the co-chair? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I would love to do that. But that's one more thing on top of everything already. And so. But back to what the nature of our job uh, as ministry people, we want to be involved in our churches in a deeper way. And so we're going to commit to to um, teaching Sunday school. You know, we teach Sunday school every week um, and we're going to go above and beyond and maybe be chaperones on the trips to camp and other things and leadership teams and all those things. So I think a lot of people are like us. Yes. I think the fact that we're both sitting here with the same story mm-hmm. and our guest is over here going, uh-huh. And we're starting uh-huh. to sound a little whiny. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we don't, don't want to do that, right? You don't sound whiny. But, okay. but no, no, the you truth is we, we, I think we, we know that all families are experiencing this. Yeah. And our guest today is Dr. Kevin Jones. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how are Man, you Man, we're all? so glad you're here because we need help. What? No, I Can need help. Can you help us? We, hey. So we need your help personally for, for the Magruder family and the Peters family. We both need Jones your help. Family. But That's a mutual encouragement. We know that the listeners are leading family ministry. Yeah. And those listeners who are out there in the church on the front lines of how do we serve kids and students and moms and dads and single parents and grandparents, caregivers. How do we yeah. do this well? Because it's... It can be a hard thing to feel like we're doing well. Yeah, that's a that's a huge question there, Chuck. Thank you so Especially much. Especially in regards to time, right? Thank, we were talking thank, about time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for that simple question to answer. I love you all. No problem. No, yeah, thank you. Anytime. You can nope. do it, Kevin. We have yeah. faith. Thank you. Hey, so what do we do? So I think one thing, just listen to you all. And and so we're, we're, we as a family, my kids are a little bit younger. They're 10, 9, and 6. I hear you saying travel sports, and I'm cringing. Then I hear you saying middle school, and mm. I'm cringing even more. But I think time right now is of the essence uh, for families. And I think if anything, if any area where we need to guard, we need to guard the time that we have with our children. And so we've had to make really difficult decisions, not really difficult decisions. We've had to make difficult decisions that affected our children. So, for example, uh, Kevin uh, and, and Kennedy both just made the basketball team. Yeah. And here's how the, here's how the, is here's that what how, grades are they in? They're, so they're in fourth and fifth, right? Okay. So, so Kevin's in fourth grade, Kennedy's fifth grade. And, 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 and it's, demonic and I don't want to say I don't want to sound overly spiritual but we battle not against flesh and blood let's just be frank right and Satan has an agenda right God has an agenda believers have an agenda but Satan also has an agenda so check out how crazy this is okay Kevin makes the basketball team and his practices are Mondays and Wednesdays from 530 to 730 there you go so there's a Wednesday conflict so come on there for already already I'm like okay what are we going to do then Kennedy makes the basketball team and her practices are Tuesday and Thursday mm-hmm. from 5.30 to 7.30. So I said, hey, babe, huddle. We got to call a huddle right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> huddle. What are we going to do about this? Yeah. What are we going to do? So we, we thought, we said, we prayed. We said, hey, this, this is just non-negotiable. And so, and so here's the deal. So we, we made a decision to email coaches. And we told the kids, hey, either, either coaches are going to keep you on the team or they're not. Wow. After we send this email and this text message. But we value your time. And so um, so our kids are in public school this year for the first time. And uh, so that's different. So they're in school most of the day. You know, and I'm like, you get home at 3 o'clock, and then you, you mean to tell me you got to go back to practice from 5.30 to 7.30? Time out. Huddle, right? Yeah. So we did this. So long story short, my wife and I were talking to say, we're just going to tell the coaches they cannot make practices both nights of the week. Either they can come an hour each night, or they're not, they're not practicing both nights. Okay. We took the chance, and we did that. Yeah. Both coaches said, okay. It's fine. They can remain on the team. Now, now whether or not they play a tick, right. we're going to have to figure that out in the weeks and months to come. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're on the team, but you really don't play. Maybe they didn't want to deal with whatever they think they have to deal with for putting the kid off the team. But Meek and I said, you know what? That, that absorbs too much of our evening, and we need our time. We cannot have the coach who has influence and has 
possibility of discipling our kids. We're like, no, we, we need that family time. You're encroaching upon our dinner every single night of the week. That's not going to happen. Now, listen, I know our kids are in fourth grade and fifth grade now. If you're listening, you're probably saying, well, listen, my kids are junior, senior, and, and, and college, in high school right now. Worse. And they're trying to make get, get, a, get an athletic scholarship. What am I supposed to do then? I do believe, I do believe that if the Lord has placed the physical ability in a kid to play next level, whatever that next level is, he's going to afford them that opportunity. Our God mm-hmm. is sovereign. And I think if we stand up, we do what's right for him and on his behalf. Yes. I think he will honor that. He will honor that. Man, that's hard. That's I've, it so is I admire what you did. It is hard because now I'm looking at my son and my daughter and I'm having to tell them, your coach may say you can't play on the team. And the coach said yes, but we'll see. So Maybe the next time we get together, I'll say, hey, I'll text you, Chuck. They haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't no played it. You know? <laughs> honestly, this is something I've been convicted about yeah, myself because yeah. my boys, again, play play travel. Yeah. And so it's something my wife and I are, are talking about, and we yeah. think we probably will pull back. But for Man. families, yeah. there is this busyness, whatever, busyness, whatever it is. It may be sports, but it could be maybe it's work Church. for dad. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, uh, other clubs or things that the parents are in yeah. that they're not together. What, talk to us about just the importance of time. Yeah. What, what is it about uh, about the way that God designed family that's that right. time is a key component of what that's supposed to look like? Yeah, our, our culture, I mean, family, Jan, you were t- mentioning it earlier, just kind of, you know, we, we have this limited amount of time with our children to hone them, to train them, to grow them, and you don't get it back. It is not like, hey, um, next week, you know, when, seven, when 17 hits, 17 is there. When 18 hits, 18 is there. 19 hits, 19 is there. And we just have to just prioritize, which is, which is a rub. So uh, even, even part of where we live geographically, the jobs that we take, all of those things are important. So maybe, which is, and I know this is probably a little bit countercultural, maybe you need a new job. I know yeah. people are probably like, what? <laughs> no, I don't need a job. This is what I love to do, and this is my job. But maybe it's like if your job is encroaching upon the time, you have with your family we need to rethink that time is of the essence and, not, and it's not just the absence of us as parents and believers discipling it's who's spending the time with them because right. it's not us it's somebody it's, it's not us a, it's somebody we put coaches on pedestals we do and we allow them to have a lot of time with our children we sometimes do. maybe more time yeah. than we do yeah and that even could now i know this is shaky territory but it could bleed shake, over shake into, on, shake it on. could bleed over into um the church territory of of, of leaders in the church having exactly right. more time with our kids than we actually do yeah that's like yeah. that outsourcing mentality yeah it's like you want your kid to play Outsource piano you culture. give them to somebody mm-hmm. else and so people bring you bring our kids to church and drop them off yeah for them to be trained spiritually yeah and i heard you just alluded to it a little bit chuck sometimes we just have to say no yeah you know i think we are in a culture of i can make time for it and I'm guilty of it too. Mm-hmm. I am. I am absolutely guilty. So now at this point, I run my calendar through my wife. And this, that's, that's been the habit for a long time. That's smart. And so just like, <laughs> hey. I said he was wise. Here, here, is, here, is, here is the option. I just got this email. And my initial response, just let me tell you, my initial response is, yes, I can do it. In my heart always. Right. Yeah, I can write that. Right, because yes, you can don't do want to be, you can't take more. Yeah, yeah right? I, can, I can do that. That's easy. Yeah. And then I forward it and I say, hey, hey, is it yes or no to this thing? And sometimes it's yes, we have the time. Sometimes it's no, you don't have the time. Yeah. And we've established that. And I'm trusting my bride now to make those decisions. And Love But that. it still does hurt when I have to email a pastor back and say, hey, I can't preach for you. 
or a guy that says, hey, I, I can't I can't write that article. I don't have time. And to. those are good things. Those to are do. good things. But right. I'm saying no to good things. But we have to say no. So what you're talking about is, is getting our priorities right. Getting our priorities right. right. But, but us as church leaders to help our families get their priorities right. Exactly That's right. the next step. That's First, the next we got to do it ourselves. You're right. That's hard you're enough. Right. And then yeah. we have to lead by that. And Chuck, I also heard you say, hey, so you, hey, should I be co-chair of the deacons? It's like, listen, I would love to send into your authority as a deacon, right? <laughs> I'm just being honest. You know what I know Shabbing. about you? I would love to just, hey, yeah, making wise decisions, helping oh, families, shucks. helping friends. I'm being, you know, but it's just like, but if that's going to encroach upon the time that you have to raise your own kids and to love them well, then maybe it's not for you. And we just have dinner and lunch together and we get together otherwise. But it's, it's saying no, even, even within the local church. So let me ask you this. With those hours... Because I hear urgency in your voice. We've got to have the time. Yeah. So you get those hours back. You tell the coaches no. Yeah. You tell the deacons no, maybe. Yep. Or maybe no one's listening from your church. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. They're going to be listening now. Like, <laughs> you, get we'll that time, you get that time back. Yeah. What do you do with that time? What do you, how do you get the biggest bang for your buck in yeah. terms of how you spend that time with your kids? Yeah, because it's not enough anyway, right? It's Even good. Then it's no, it's not. Yeah, so, so frankly speaking, and, it, you know, this is not going to be, maybe it's a big surprise. But on, on, on Wednesdays, now, of course, that, that's, a, that's a no-brainer. We'll be at church together on Wednesdays at Buck Run, worshiping under the, worshiping the Lord and, you know, under the preach word and taught word and serving even in, in our children's ministry using the Gospel Project. Thank you. Did I say that? Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, using the Gospel Project to get us through that. But then on Find out more at gospelproject.com. <laughs> <laughs> but then on Thursdays, it's just a matter of us coming home and hanging out. And going outside in the backyard and playing kickball together. Oh, that's great. And going to the park. And riding bikes and playing on the walkie-talkies and having Nerf gun fights. Um, you may need to delete that. I'm sorry. Should I, did I say gun? I'm sorry. And having <laughs> Nerf <laughs> fights. I thought you were worried about the brand. Nerf, the name, the name yeah, yeah. brand. Okay. Yeah, and, 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 having, and having Nerf gun. I said it again. <laughs> this episode brought to you in part by Nerf. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're going through that. But that, that's sure. it. And reading books and doing homework together. And then sitting down and saying, Kennedy, how was your day? And helping her think through issues. So it's like. No, I need my time, but I'm not going to necessarily fill it with, oh, let's go go-karting or let's go bungee jumping or let's take out early on a family vacation. No, we're going to sit down and we're going to have time together. We're, we're cutting it off. We may even watch a television show together. And wh- why is that so important? Because, hey, listen, because time is limited. And that's what those natural, organic conversations have when Carson's mm. sitting on my lap. And I'm saying, hey, babe, how was your day? And she says, so-and-so kid next to me said this. And I say, huh. Well, what do you think about that? Because we're always forming worldview. Yeah. Right. We're always forming. Well, he said, what do you think about the comment that he made to you? And how did your teacher respond to that? You know, or Kennedy saying, hey, my teacher said this to me. And, you know, she's in fifth grade or a boy said this or a girl said that. So and, and if we're having those moments continually in, ingrained in our home, then I think we, we far better. We, we fare better with uh, with time with them. So that's just it. Natural conversation. That's great. And that really is modeling the Deuteronomy 6 That's right. concept of as That's you right. go. Mm. It's not yeah. about making it an extra thing. It's about doing it while you're doing the wise. normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not about pulling off and putting on something fabulous. It's just about pulling off. No, you can't do that. See, here's the deal. And, and maybe, and listen, I, I think when I think about sports and I think about all the other things, the Lord sustains us. It's not our work that keeps us. So. Yeah. Chuck, whether, whether you're a deacon or not, or the co-chair, the deacon so, or not. I, somehow this I'm sorry, about me. You know, because we're talking about you, man. I'm saying I'll talk about me too, and then Jen, I'll talk I'm about you. But, but can, you, can you imagine, like, when we get to heaven, and we're a trillion years into our time basking with Jesus, I don't think anybody's going to say, hey, Chuck, I cannot believe you toned down co-chair of the deacon board. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll be like, what? 
you shouldn't have got in, you know, you should <laughs> with that kind of mentality, you know, or Jana, you know, I can't believe you didn't write that extra book. I just can't believe you, yeah. know, you didn't do that. I don't think that'll be the case, you know, but, but it could be the case if we begin to serve in those areas, even good areas in the, within the local church, then we're missing out on planting the seeds and watering the seeds with our own kids. Right. That's what, that's what we miss for the, for the once every other week deacons meeting or the, yeah. the hours it takes to do the blog right. or write the book. It's like, oh, I can get it. No, we can't. So you talked about the just discipling through the normal things, but I know that you also value worship at home. Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of our listeners and sometimes me included get a little bit uh, nervous because how does that really look? What does worship at home really look like? It sounds like something I don't know how to do. (laughs) Chuck doesn't know how to do it. Well, listen, listen, (laughs) we we dropped the ball. And I think it's based on the dynamics of the family. Right. So let me I'll give a couple of examples of what family worship may look like for us. Sometimes it is listening to a flame song, you know, a what flame. He's he's a rapper. He's a Christian rapper. Okay. Scripture alone. Right. So he listens to listen to the song. She's like, I cannot wait to listen. (laughs) (laughs) So man, my son, we got we got the NF. Yeah. Yeah. I got the KB. You got got the whole thing. So so here's the deal. So, you know, flame tray. Trey's our producer. Okay. okay. I'm the only one in a table of four that doesn't know flame, and we'll I'm get sorry. You, I'll get you on, Jen. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get you together. Okay. okay? We'll, we'll take that care of you. That sounds good. So maybe it's like we're listening to flame in scripture alone, right? And we're, and we're, we're singing the songs, and he's, he's walking through in the song, hey, scripture alone. You know, yeah. we're working through that. And then it's like, hey, let's sit down and let's now read. We're going through First John together as a family. And let's see if we can work through memorizing some of these verses and we'll just work through a verse and we'll pray over the verse. And that's it. Seven or eight minutes in the morning as we're eating oatmeal oatmeal and bananas Mm -hmm. and getting out of the house. But I think that if we do that continually, because now I'm just talking about once. I'm talking if we do that every single day for 170 days, that's the average amount that kids go to school for seven minutes a day. Like that's planting seed. That's plenty. But sometimes on Saturday morning, it's a little bit longer than that. We get to hang out and we get to talk through big questions big big q's and a's with our kids and and work through that process but what we're aiming for is a song a scripture and simply discussing one small passage and here's the deal hey i come across passages all the time and i say i don't know the answer to that but i'm going to read some commentaries i'm going to call some of my pastor friends i'm going to refer to some resources and i'm going to see if i can get an answer by the end of the day or if not by the end of the day by by next week we'll we'll be able to answer that this big theological question so parents don't assume that you have have to have all the answers at that moment listen the the only thing that's bad is not doing it we got to take the steps that's great so we can't like time is one of those things that we can't um you, you can't do it all can't do it all so you have to really you and you can't get it back you mentioned it's like once that year's gone it's lost it's gone forever it's in the books yeah and so really all we can do is trade that's right right and spend it i, I think of that uh, the verse you know we we need to redeem the time that's right king james is redeeming the time yeah. for the days are evil right and just as you're talking about this that passage is coming to my mind amen about amen how we spent we literally spend that time that's right and we also do family devotions in the car people say how could you do a devotion in the car well hey listen we have Bible apps where you can have the Bible read aloud to you. Say, hey, y'all hear that verse? What, what does that mean to you? That's the as you go part of D6. Hey, we can do that. Right? Along yeah. the road. We can listen to a song in the car. We can listen to preaching in the car. We can talk about it in the car, en route to school, and then have the discussion. If you're dealing with teens, say, hey, listen, here's the app that you're going to listen to on the school bus, on their way to school, or after practice, or before practice, and we'll be talking about this at dinner time. Make time to listen to it. And if not, there are consequences. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, okay. hey, our God is a God of consequences. That's right. 
Hey, listen, Jonah, go do what I said. Jonah yeah, doesn't do what he there. said. I will, I will <laughs> swallow you up in a fish because you did not follow my direct. Swift, mm. quick consequences, I think, is our responsibility as parents. Mm. And we have them in the Jones household. I was going to say, man, that, how's that look in the Jones house? Hey, that sounds like another episode. Because okay. we could do, All right. that's, we, we yeah. could go deep on that one. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of families who don't have consequences for anything anymore. Hey, listen, there's nothing worse than telling than, than blind than blind threats. I yeah. learned that teaching first grade. You, know? you mean empty threats? Like empty they, threats. they don't I'm ever sorry. come empty true? Threats. Yeah, okay. The empty threats. Yeah. You get I'm, I'm great too. at those, by the way. Yeah. If you don't, then I'm going to, and what? then I forgot. Well, it's because we just want them to stop, right? We just want them to right, stop right, in that yes, moment. Right. We don't really mean it. We just say anything mm-hmm. to make them stop. Yeah. yeah. But when you're shepherding the child's heart, you got to give them consequences. Yeah. So. All right. So a lot of fam- family's messy. It is. We can acknowledge that. Yeah. Everybody's got mess going on. And in, being in ministry, it can be hard for us because at some point in time, you get to see people's mess. Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> talk to us about. You know, what is it that causes family disasters? What is it that families are wrestling mm. with and what do we do with it? Yeah. So when I'm thinking family, I'm thinking broad family. All families mm. are not the same. And so we could spend a long time defining every family, whether it's a single mother family or a widowed family or a single father family or what we would consider in an intact family or grandma raising kids that I mean my I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. My father was was absent. My mother was working multiple jobs and so my grandma spent a lot of time with me, but I think uh, one, of, one of the number one disasters, I think number one is time. Uh, we, we, we can kind of hang our hat there for a little bit and then just ignoring, ignoring scripture. Mm. Number one disaster is we are not, we're not, we're not keeping the scripture before our kids. We, we, we may be giving them threats and saying, hey, if you, if you do this, you're not going to pass the class. Or you're not going to get the scholarship or things are going to be bad for you. Are the guys not going to like you? Are the girls not going to like you? But what about God as the final authority? Mm. Like, so I think the number one disaster is not keeping the scripture before our kids. We are dealing when we talk about the Holy Scripture with a holy and righteous God who does not accept mess. Yes. Right. And he's not he's not blown away by our accolades. He's not blown away by scholarships. He's not blown away by how many ministries we serve in church, or how many books we write. He wants our hearts and our minds and our total devotion to him. And he won't deal with idolatry. Amen. So I think the number one disaster is not opening the text in front of the kids and reading it and trusting the Lord to do the work. Again, moms, dads, if you think, oh, I have to be able to exposit this text and have all the answers. No, trust the power of the spirit. It's the spirit that moves and works. We have a responsibility to open it up and read it and then be OK with saying, hey, I just read a chunk of Second Corinthians that I don't fully understand. I'm trusting the spirit to do the work. Amen. Wow. Jenna, that sounds a lot like nothing less. Yeah, and it sounds like a whole other podcast. So, well, these all are apparently we can, other podcasts. We can actually bring him back to deep dive on that. I think that is something that we need to explore yeah, more. And we can sure. talk more about nothing less. Nothing. Yeah. So we, we don't we have did the a book, research nothing book. less. As oh, Lifeway kids, we did a research project with Lifeway uh, Research, and the title of that book, Jana wrote the book. Jana, author, nothing less plug. Look for nothing less on Kevin lifeway.com. Kevin actually asked me to speak for his class. So yeah, we, and if we, you ever take a class with me, you have to read the book. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, great. Required yeah. reading. But we can, can we do a little spoiler alert on what we found? Yeah. So surveyed all these parents, uh, parents of grown kids, mm-hmm. about uh, what, what childhood indicators do you see that, that turned into spiritual maturity yeah. in your kids? They didn't walk away. They weren't right. part of that percentage. They stayed with the Lord. And the number one, the big takeaway, Jana, was... Um, by far, and you know, our researchers are like, this has to stand alone in its own category 
by far the number one thing we can do with our kids while they're still with us under our roofs is to read the Bible. Yeah, and it, was bo- it was open Mike, bottles. Drop the mic. But drop, drop the mic. Drop the mic. Don't, don't knock that mic off. Trey's like, do Trey, not drop like, the mic. Don't touch my mic. Don't touch my mic. Yeah, I'm gonna slide a little closer on the table. But yeah. really, but it comes down to that. It comes down it's to that. Really, Which and, we're and trying to do family without without opening exactly. the Bible. And the, but what it. the book does is really shine a light on all the other things that we are doing. Right. Like and it we're making, which goes table. back to yeah. what we were talking about earlier. That's we're right. making it about all these other things that we think are going to developmentally yep. Yep. make our kids get ahead, yeah. whether it's sports or vacations. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in such a vacation culture right. now. Yeah. got to get some time away. Yeah. Yeah, oh, or no, you don't. about the things. But, yeah, but the way we define what is quality time. Yeah. yeah. Because we're, like you said, it's not, maybe it's extra vacation or whatever else no. or bungee jumping or go-karts. No. And you're like, no, man, it's just sitting on the couch sometimes. Sitting on the couch. Yep. Sitting on the couch. Right. So thank you so much. Thank you all for having me. I love being with you all. Man, we we appreciate you, Kevin. Yeah. We we we. I want. I'll speak for both of us. We love you. Hey. We love when we get mutual. the opportunity to be together. <laughs> yes, sir. So we uh, the Edge Conference is the chance when we get to come together. Uh, our Edge Conference happens every October at That's the right. Music City Center in Nashville, and leaders like Kevin, thought leaders like are are here, and it's a great place for for you, church leader listeners, mm-hmm. to come and to to rub up against, to brush elbows with guys like Kevin, Amen. with gals who are thought leaders in ministry, and we are so much richer for people like you sharing what God has taught you. So, man, man thank you. May the Lord be glorified. I'm, I'm but a clay pot, brother. That's it. That's well, it. you can find out more about the Etch Conference, where you can come with us next October at etchconference.com. Join us. And we want to invite you to check that out. Thanks for listening to this episode. Jenny, you want to say goodbye? Bye, everyone. Hey, we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>